Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. There's a huge question that's always asked in the network marketing profession is, should I be direct or indirect? When do I transition into asking somebody to look at my products or business? Do I ask them right away in the first message? Do I wait? Do I need to build that relationship? Do I need to build that rapport? Do I need to build it for two months or three months or six months or a year? Or what is the best way to build my business? Well, there's lots of different answers on this. There's lots of different philosophies. There's lots of varying opinions And you're going to hear these varying opinions from different leaders. You're going to hear top leaders from some companies tell you that you have got to be direct right away. And other leaders from other companies saying you better not be direct right away. And then you're going to hear top coaches in network marketing tell you that you need to be direct. And you're going to hear the opposite from top coaches. So it can be really confusing for everyone, not just the newest person, not just for all of us, right, in the sense of just the average network marketer, but even for leaders, it can be confusing because even leaders are trying to learn, even though they're strong, they're all learning from each other as well. So my goal in this podcast is really to clear up that confusion. My goal is to communicate it in a way that you understand the best way, the best way to have success, the direct versus the indirect. So the first thing is, is, I want you to understand that I'll tell you one extreme or the other extreme typically doesn't work. Now, what do I mean by that? First message typically doesn't work, right? First message, if you just send them a link, you are spamming. You don't want to become Spamala Pamela. You want to avoid that. So if you're just right away, you, you send a friend request and now you're just sending them a link, check out my products, check out my business. That is 100% spam. On the other side, there's people that are building these relationships, right? First six months, eight months, a year, two years, whatever. And they're like, okay, we've had 52 conversations. Now it's time. Now I can talk to them about the business. Now I can talk to them about my products. And that's too long. So let's just eliminate both extremes. If the very first thing is that you send them is a link, or if you're the extreme of overbuilding the relationship, you're not going to have success. Look, nobody likes the spammy pammy of, hey, here's my link. I don't know you at all. Never asked you a question. Nothing like check out my business or products. Like who's going to buy from that person? Nobody does. And at the same time, you're not going to build a business if you get stuck in the friend zone. You know what the friend zone is. Friend zone is that person that you want to date but you can't date because you just made such good friends forever that you're stuck in that friend zone because that person that you want to date just looks at you as a friend. So don't get stuck in the friend zone. Here's the next bit of advice. Many will tell you that it's definitely about them and it's not about you. And I agree with that. But here's the problem with that understanding. It's saying that it's about them and approach them how they would want to be approached I don't know if that's duplicatable. And the reason why I say that is, is because how are you supposed to know how they want to be approached? 
Are you going to send some survey to them the very first time you meet them? And then based off the survey, you know, the color code, you know, their personality. And now, you know, okay, well, I'm good. The very next thing I'm going to send to them is I'm going to directly approach them. That's the problem. Of course, we want to approach them how they would want to be approached. The problem is, is we don't know their style or personality. So let's just think of the newest person that you're meeting and you feel really uncomfortable. You just met them, whether it's online or offline, and you're unsure. Do I approach them right away? Do I wait for, you know, two, three, four, five conversations? What do I do? So let's just think of it from that perspective. Well, knowing that, you know, by the time you get to know how they want to be approached, what if they do want to be approached directly? Well, it's too late. You haven't done that because now you're trying to figure out, well, how they want to be approached. So that's the first thing. Yes, just don't misconstrue the advice of it's about them. Of course it's about them. I'm just trying to help you for simplicity's sake with the brand new person that you just met, what to say, how to say it. So the next principle I want to teach you is, I know it sounds cliche, but being the bold version of you is so important. Let me give you an example. My mentor who I've talked about, he's made over $30 million, incredible human being, incredible leader. His style is completely opposite of mine. He's the guy that would come in and he would call somebody he knew and say, hey, give me your credit card. They'd be like, for what? I'm making a run in network marketing. Are you in or are you out? We're going to make a ton of money together. That was his style and it worked really well for him. That's completely opposite of my style. So if I tried to be him, people would just look at me and roll their eyes and say, what are you saying, Rob? That's not you. That's not your style. That's not your personality. So when I say be the bold version of you, too many times when we hear other leaders, right, speak or communicate, we do not extract the principle. We extract the technique. So when I hear other coaches say, you have to be direct, that's the best way. Well, yeah, they're probably interpreting and seeing the world through their eyes. That's the best way for them. But not everybody else is specifically like them. And then when I hear the same thing, leaders say, yeah, you got to make sure that, you know, it's seven, eight conversations or whatever. Well, again, that may be the best way for you, but is it the best thing for your team? So understanding that principle What I did is I learned from my mentor who got me involved in the network marketing profession is the world loves boldness. It makes people curious. It's contagious. And so I learned from him to extract that boldness and become the bold version of me. Now, some of you that may be yelling, you're naturally somebody who yells. Some of you are like, no, I'm crazy quiet. I'm like Rob. I'm crazy chill. I'm, you know, I'm soft spoken. For me, it's not yelling. If I were yelling, people think I'm crazy. So you got to figure out what that passionate version of you, what that bold version of you is and extract principles from these other leaders. So I remember I was out in Australia and as I was out in Australia, I was talking about, you know, different types of approaches and making sure that people build, you know, just a little bit of rapport. And I see so many people, coaches and leaders make fun of building rapport. Look, If you build rapport the right way, you're just being a good human being. You're not doing it in a fake way. Like if you reach out to someone, hey, how's the weather? Hey, how are you? Like, yeah, that's the fake way. But can't you generally find a point of interest or mutual connection? You see they're from, let's say, Florida. I was just in Florida a month ago. I can find something that I can actually really chat about, not 
chit chat, not the fake chit chat. Nobody likes the fake chit chit chat. So when I see coaches or leaders ripping on like the whole building rapport, I think that either they just don't know how to do it the right way or it's just not their style, which is totally okay, but there's no need to rip on everybody else. Some people like it, some people don't. But it was fascinating is this gal in Australia, she's a leader, she said, I hate it when someone doesn't approach me right away. And I thought, that is such great insight. This is a couple years ago. And the reason why I thought this is because it, it came back to me of thinking, oh my goodness, it's so true. Some people want to be approached right away. Others don't. So we can't teach everyone that it's one or the other. What we need to do is, and that comes back to being the bold version of you. How would you want to be approached? Now, like I said, of course, in an ideal world, we want to approach people how they want to be approached. But look, this is a brand new context. How are you supposed to know? You don't. So what's going to make you feel good? What's going to make you feel authentic? And I know authentic is an overused word, but just, just really think about that. What's going to make you feel like you? For me, if I would have sent somebody on the first message my business opportunity products, I wouldn't have felt authentic. I wouldn't have felt like, like me. But for me, I did pretty good. Sometimes it did happen in the first conversation, right? It wasn't the first message, but the first conversation. Sometimes it was the second. Sometimes it was the third. Sometimes it was the fourth. But I challenged myself to not make it longer than four. And my goal was within the third conversation. You got to figure out what that bold version of you. My friend out in Australia She's the complete opposite. So for her, she's not going to feel authentic. She's not going to feel like the bold version of her if she's out there, right, and approaching people about her business or her products in the third conversation. So she shouldn't do that. And I would never teach her to do that. I would never teach her to build the business based off of my personality and my style and what worked for me. And that's the point is, is yes, what works is what duplicates 100%. But there's certain aspects that aren't duplicatable because we have personalities. And our goal is is to empower others to best use their talents and their gifts and their personality so they can step into their greatness. So we don't guilt them and make them feel like crap because they, they didn't approach on the first time and now we start telling them their intent is bad. Their intent wasn't bad. My intent was never bad at all. And for me, I just looked at it as great, great connection. So you've got to look at it and figure out and challenge yourself. What's the bold version of me? But I will say this, don't go overboard. I'll challenge you not to to go over, let's say, you know, fourth conversation should be max. My goal was on the third conversation. And I will challenge you as well on the opposite side is don't just send a link unless you've at least asked them if they're willing to take a look. And you figure that out. And when you hear all these different scripts of what people say and how they say an approach, take it, you can write it down, but then again, extract the principle of what they're saying. If the words don't feel like you, don't sound like you, then change up the words a little bit. That's what I did when I started out in network marketing. I found words that worked for me. I found phrases that worked for me where I didn't feel like I was a robot right? Just reading a script. I felt like it was me. Now I know at the beginning, sometimes we have to go through that for some of you and you're like, I just got to read a script. That's okay. Try to make the script more you. Everybody's a little bit different as you're doing it. 
but you've just got to keep figuring that out and keep challenging. So part of the training today is not just the direct versus the indirect. It's teaching you the value of understanding principles. It's teaching the value of really what the bold version of you actually means. And I give you examples of me when I started out with my mentor. And that's the goal. And that's what I love. I've had now in my paid subscription group, it's only $27 a month, guys. That's it. And you get access to, if you're listening to this live right now, if it's if it's a recording of, of a long time ago, then way more. But you get access to over 60 different trainings from six and seven figure earners. And they're all 20 minutes. Think about that. So going with this principle is how much can you learn from all these top leaders and you can extract the principle and and pick different things to implement with your style, your personality and make it happen in the business. So Tigon Nation, typically right now as we're live, you never know, things can always change and evolve. It opens up anywhere from every five weeks to nine weeks. The last one was actually nine weeks. I think that was the longest it was closed. And then it opens usually for several days. If you just go to www.tgon, that stands for the game of networking, T-G-O-N, and then N-A-T-I-O-N.com. So tgonnation.com. You can get on the waiting list if you're not in there now. Awesome community. We do social media Saturday tips, motivational Monday. We do recognition. A lot of times we do monthly challenges. You'll absolutely love it. So if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and go leave a five-star raving review if you're willing, if you found value in this. And like I always say, these are 100% generic. It's here to be a different voice, to communicate differently, right? Sometimes I'm saying the same thing in a different way to help you out in your teams. So if you found value in this, go share this podcast with your teams. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next podcast.